Welcome to the Southwest Apostolic Church podcast. Southwest Apostolic Church is located at 3161 South Rowena Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46241. Phone number 317-227-0182. Give us a call if we can help you. Our services are Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, Sunday evening, 7 o'clock, Tuesday evening, we have prayer meeting at 7.30, and Wednesday evening, we have Bible class at 7.30. Our webpage, www.southwest-apostolic.com. You can find us on the web there, and you're welcome to any of the services. Uh, Our podcast will contain preaching from the pastor and other preachers. So without further ado, we'll get right into it. God bless. All right, book of Jeremiah 36, I think it is. The title of our lesson, very sober. title of the lesson today is Unmoved by God's Word. And we're going to look at the situation in Jeremiah 36 and 24 is our focus verse. We'll start there. It says... uh, Yet they were not afraid, nor rent their garments, neither the king nor any of his servants that heard all these words. And our big idea today is that we want to heed and obey God's word. Amen? Amen. And the truth about God is he expects us to heed and obey his word. Amen. You may be seated. So I was reading this last night, and uh, what's going on? Somebody's phone ringing. Hello. 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 (laughs) So uh, if you read this, this is, uh, you understand what this is in context, okay? Wait a minute, that might be me making all Somebody call, hang on, you're on my iPad. We're we're in front of God and everybody. <laughs> In front of God and everybody. <laughs> Praise God. But Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. And uh, the reason was Jeremiah cared about his people. See, that's one thing about a prophet. The prophet, the Bible, you know, says in, in to church that there's a fivefold ministry. And one of the parts of the fivefold ministry is, is the prophet. And the thing about a prophet is he cares. He cares about the people. He cares about the things of God. And usually a prophet really cares. I mean, he just, he, he's, a, he's a guy that's called by God and he really cares about what's going on. I mean, he cares to the extent that he'll go to extremes to make his point. And he'll go to extremes to, to really make sure that the people hear what God has for them. Okay. Now let's go to Jeremiah 25 and look at it together. So what's going on is, what's going on is that Israel has went into the promised land and when they were getting ready to go into the promised land, of course, even when God called them in, going into the, uh, out of Egypt, and Moses led them, and he said, 
Now, when you go to the promised land, God's going to get you to the, where you need to be. And let me tell you something. If you don't think you're where you need to be with God, you just keep following God. He'll get you where you need to be. Yeah, amen. He can get you where you need to be. But the idea is to hear what he has to say and listen to him. So Israel's in the wilderness, and they've been given instructions. When you get over there, and, and when you get to this place where God's leading you, this land that's flowing with milk and honey, there's some things I want you to understand. As my people in my land that I give you, when you get to the position that I want you to have, when you get there, when you get there, uh, there's going to be, and getting there, when you get there, there's going to be a, a system, there's going to be a, 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 something that's going to happen and take place, and that is going to be the fact that when you get there, there'll be things there in, 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 in your life and in this place. When you get there, there's going to be things there that don't belong there. I don't want them there. Uh, when you get there, you drive out the Sodomites, he said. You'd get rid of all the witches. You get rid of all these false gods where they're sacrificing their kids to these idols. You drive all that out and take possession of the land, okay? And when you get there, you be a people that's separated to me and serve me and do my laws and the word that I give you and live for me and I'll bless you. And he said, so that's the same way it is today. Somebody hears the call of God. God says, I, you, you hear my call. I'm working on you. You might not be where you need to be, but obey the gospel. Get baptized in Jesus' name. Repent of your sins. Get full of the Holy Ghost, and I'll put you where you need to be. But for you to be where you need to be, there's some things you need to quit doing and get rid of, okay? So it's the same thing today. But anyway, we're talking about them right now. So anyway, they go into it, uh, the promised land. Joshua takes them over, and they start settling the land. They start taking the land. They start... Uh, conquering, and then, but they didn't do what God said. Guess what? Can you imagine people not doing what God said? <laughs> but anyway, they, they don't do what God tells them to do, and they start marrying the people around, the, the other nations around about them. They, they, they get, the bottom line is, they just keep, and if you read in Chronicles and Kings, where, you know, they got there, and then they went through the time of the judges, to where the Bible says it got to a place where every man did that which is right in his own eyes, and they had the judges, and then they wanted a king. They wanted to be like everybody else, so God allowed them to have a king. They, uh, they, Samuel felt rejected, the prophet, and he got in the judge, and God said, they have rejected you, Samuel. They've rejected me. I, but he, God allowed them to have a king, and David, or Saul was the first king, and you know the story, Saul uh, was replaced by David because Saul refused to do what God said. Remember, that's what we're talking about today, doing what God said. So all these problems that we're going to talk about and everything that leads up to everything we're going to talk about is because somebody just didn't do what God said. I want to tell you something. It'd sure be a lot better world if everybody just did what God said. Yes, Amen. Yes. Amen. It'd be a lot better world if people would just do what God said. And God does not give his word or his laws to put people under his thumb. Everything that God gives to us and leads us to and tells us to do is for our betterment. Amen. Yes. It's for our good uh, because we, God is interested in healthy families, healthy societies, healthy nations, healthy people, healthy souls. Come on, somebody. Everybody being healthy, 
and wealthy and wise. Amen. I believe that. I just believe that's what it's all about. But it all comes about by listening to God's word. So they get over there. Now we're talking, you know, time. David was king. He died. Solomon was king. He died. Rehoboam became king, his son. And then the Israel had a civil war. They split uh, into the northern kingdoms and the southern kingdoms. And they had civil war. And then you go through all these kings. Some of the kings were, and they, Solomon, he married women from uh, Egypt. He married these different women he wasn't supposed to. He allowed them to build their altars. He allowed them to do things they weren't supposed to do. Solomon, he did all kinds of things. And it goes on. And then you go generation, 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 generation. Till you finally get to a place where the prophet is crying out. And he said, judgment's coming. Judgment is coming. And, they, and uh, so what happened is Nebuchadnezzar came and judgment came. Okay. So Nebuchadnezzar comes. He takes people away to Babylon, but he leaves some. He, he leaves uh, uh, one of the kings of Israel there as a tribute king. Okay. So, 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 so here you have a situation where God's trying to talk to these people. Trying to deal with them. He's, ar he's already told them, if you don't do what I say, sin judgment's coming. Sin's going to come. Judgment's going to come. Let me tell you something. The, the whole world don't realize it, but judgment's coming. I mean, judgment's coming. It's, it's coming. Just because judgment is not exercised speedily doesn't mean it's not coming. And even if you read this, I, I didn't realize this. I, I was reading it last night. That... In the 25th chapter, let's look at this. So Jeremiah is talking to, verse 1, the word that came to Jeremiah concerning all the people of Judah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah. This was the first year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Okay. Which Jeremiah, the prophet, spake unto all the people of Judah and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, From the 13th year of Josiah, uh, even unto this day, and the three and twentieth year, the word of the Lord hath come unto me, and I have spoken to you, rising early and speaking, but you have not hearkened. Okay, he put a time on it. He said, And the Lord sent to all his servants and prophets, rising early, sending them, but you have not hearkened, nor inclined your ear to hear. They said, Turn ye again now, everyone, from his evil way. This is Jeremiah is letting the people know God has talked to you over and over. Everyone from his evil way, from the evil of your doings, dwell in the land that the Lord hath given you, and give your fathers ever and ever. Go not after their gods to serve them and worship them, and provoke me not to anger with the works of your hands, and I will do you no hurt. Yet ye have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord, that ye might provoke me in anger in the works of your hands to your own hurt. Therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, because ye have not heard my words, Behold, I will send and take all the families of the north, saith the Lord, and Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon, my servant, and will bring them against the land and against the inhabitants thereof, because all of these nations round about will utterly destroy them, make them an astonishment and hissing perpetual desolations. And I'll take from them the voice. And he go and so he, he gives a little poetic. I'll take from them the voice of myrrh, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride. All the good stuff's going to be done away with. Okay, how many know sin takes all the good stuff? Sin takes, 
See that song, voice of myrrh, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bride. All those are good things, happy times, good times. Somebody's getting married. You know, what a wonderful time. Everybody's having a good time. And they're getting things ready. And, you know, there's nothing like a group of people getting things ready. And they're all working together. And everybody's working. And it's all good. And things are being done. But he said, all that's going to be. And the whole land shall be a desolation. And an astonishment. And these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. Okay. And then he says, he gives them, he says, after 70 years, God's going to allow them to come back, okay? And he says, and God gave him uh, uh, instructions to take the, this cup and talk to these kings around them and tell them what God was going to do. Now listen to verse 34. All right. Well, I'll go back to 32. Well, let's go. Hang on a minute. <laughs> 31. <laughs> okay. A noise. Now he starts, he, listen to this. A noise shall come. Now, here's what I'm getting at. This prophecy was talking to Jerusalem. This captivity came in segments. Okay. The first part is they didn't do what God said, and it affected their lives, their personal lives. Okay. They, 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 they got to a place where they were sinning. They had idolatry. And it took away, they, they didn't have the blessings of God on them. And then Nebuchadnezzar came, took away some of the people, some of the things out of the temple, and left one king there to pay tribute to him. And that's where we are now. Jeremiah is, uh, hang on, we'll go to in, in verse 30, chapter 36. But So Jeremiah is talking to these people, saying, you know, God is really going, it's even going to get worse if people don't listen. If they don't listen, God's going to utterly. Now, but the prophecy goes, at, how many knows prophecy, uh, when prophecy is written in the Bible, there is a context to it, what was going on at the time. But sometimes, and uh, uh, most of the time, maybe every time, this prophecy goes out way out past what he's talking about there. Here's an example. He said, a noise shall come even to the ends of the earth. For the Lord hath a controversy with the nations. He will plead with all flesh. He will give them that are wicked to the sword, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, evil shall go forth from nation to nation, and a great whirlwind shall be raised up from the coast of the earth. That sounds like where we're at today, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, now when it happens, when it all comes, and the slain of the Lord shall be at that day from one end of the earth even to the other end of the earth. And they shall not be laminated or la lamented, neither gathered nor buried. They shall be dung upon the ground. And listen to what he says. Howl, ye shepherds, and cry, and wallow yourselves in the ashes, ye principal of the flock. For the days of your slaughter and your dispersions are accomplished, and ye shall fall like a pleasant vessel. And the shepherds shall have no way to flee, nor the principle of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherds and a howling of the principle of the flock shall be heard, for the Lord has spoiled their pasture. And the peaceable habitations are cut down, 
because of the fierce anger of the Lord. He hath forsaken his covert as the lion, and for their land is desolate because of the fierceness of the oppressor and because of his fierce anger. Now, ladies and gentlemen, people don't might not want, they might throw the Bible in the trash can. Now, let's go to Jeremiah 36. Okay. Are you with me so far? Yes. All right. Now, remember, we're talking about taking heed to God's word. Okay. And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came unto Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a roll of a book and write all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee and from the days of Josiah even to this day. Okay? So here, so the Lord said, everything you've prophesied, I want you to put it in a book. Put it on a scroll. And he said, here's why, verse 3. For it may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do unto them, maybe that they may return every man from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. God, here they are. They've been, God's told them judgment's coming. They've been, they've had the judgment of their sin in their life on two different levels. The second, they're on the second level. They, you know, they, the personal level. And then now the nation's been pulled away some of them are still there, and they're paying tribute to Nebuchadnezzar. And, there's, and Jeremiah's telling them, God is going to just completely, if you, got, if you don't quit doing what you're doing, God's going to completely destroy the nation, and God is going to completely judge it, completely. You know, you know. But God's saying, now, Jeremiah, take all these words, write them in a book, and let's, let's get them out there so maybe the people will listen and maybe the people will understand that God means business. Maybe the people will understand that I really do mean business. I'm merciful. I'm good. I, I brought them out of Egypt. I put them in the promised land. I told them to live right and do right. And they just refused. I've given them words to live by. They don't want to live by my word. I've talked to them over and over. And they just won't listen. And now they got idols. They got uh, uh, children's sacrifice going on. And, and it got bad. It got bad. Okay. And, and, and so the spiritual idolatry and the wickedness was terrible. And God said, I, you know, I, we got it. It's just bad. So maybe if you put this, maybe we'll try again. Aren't you glad God's always willing to try again? Thank God he's willing to try again. I said, thank God he's willing. Let's try it one more time. <laughs> Let's try it one more. You know, I could, <laughs> by all rights, I could destroy humanity today. By all rights, God could judge the world today and he'd be justified. Because of wickedness and sin, and they disobey his word. By all rights, he could send judgment today, and nobody could say anything against him. But you know what he's doing? Let's dig around just a little bit more. Let's preach a little bit more. Let's have another service so maybe somebody else will come. Amen. Let's preach one. Let's sing one. Let's sing. Have church one more time. Open the doors one more time. Turn the lights on one more time. Read the Bible one more time. 
preach to people one more time and maybe, just maybe, somebody will listen. Praise the Lord. Maybe somebody will get it in their heart. Maybe somebody will forsake their sin. Just maybe that's what God wants really to happen. God really doesn't want to do the judgment part. He just has to. Like sometimes you have to discipline your kid. You don't really want to. How many know sometimes you have to? I said sometimes you have to. Amen. Don't forsake doing that either when you have to. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. So Jeremiah called in Barak. B-A-R-U-C-H. And he wrote, Jeremiah started giving him all the words, and he wrote all the words, which he had spoken to him upon a roll of a book. And Jeremiah commanded Barak, saying, said, I can't go out into the house of the Lord. Therefore, go and read the roll, which thou hast written, the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day, and thou shalt read them in the ears of all Judah that come out of their cities, it may be well, may, it may be they will present their supplication before the Lord and will return everyone from his evil way. For great is the anger and fury of the, that the Lord hath pronounced against his people. You see what's going on here? God's in the process of judging people. There's a judgment coming. It's already happening. You know, God is going to judge this world finally. But I'm telling you, the judgment of God is happening now. Look at our society. Look at what's going on. People don't have joy. They don't have peace. They cut themselves. They mark themselves up. They're on alcohol. They're on pills. Families are falling apart. Divorce is growing rampant. All this, that's all part of disobeying God's word. That's all part of what God says will happen if you don't listen to what he's got to say. Our country's falling apart. Our world's falling apart because they don't listen to God. And, and the judgment has not been fully poured out, but it's coming, okay? But God's saying, it's happening right now. People's homes are tore apart. Society's tore apart. They, you know, it's just a mess. How many knows everybody in the world's a mess? Come on, somebody help me out. If you study and read, it's just a mess. But the judgment, and men are turning away from God. They don't read the Bible. They don't even believe the Bible. That, you know, all this is going on, and it's all part of the judgment of God. But there is coming a final judgment, ladies and gentlemen. There is coming a day when the elements are going to melt with a fervent heat, the Bible says. Praise the Lord. So there's coming a day of judgment. Okay. So, but in the meantime, God's working. So, came the fifth year, ninth month. They proclaimed a fast. Time to people, everybody go to Jerusalem. People came from the cities to Judah. And, they, and then Barak got up and he read the books, the words of Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. And he was in a certain place. And these people, they heard. They went down to the king's house to the scribe's chamber. And lo, all the princes were there. And it lists all the princes. And then this one man, Micaiah, declared all the words that he'd heard from the, that Barak read. And all the princes they heard. And they, and they uh, so... They called for the, the reader, Barak is his name, and he said, uh, bring him in here. We want him to bring this. We want so take the roll that you read in the ears of the people and come. So he came, he brought, he grabbed his little book, and here he come. And they said unto him, sit down now and read it to us again. You read it out there to all the people, but we want to, you know, these are the leaders and the princes, and they want to hear it, okay? 
said, how did you write all these words? And he told him, he pronounced all the words. Jeremiah told me to write them, okay. And, and the prince said, you better go hide, you and Jeremiah, and let no man know where you are. <laughs> they didn't want to hear it. And it, You have to read the whole book of Jeremiah, but they threw him in the dungeon and everything else. But listen to what happens, okay? Uh, it came to pass that when Jehudi read three or four of the leaves, he cut it with a penknife and cast it in the fire, okay? So the, king, so the king sent this man to fetch the book, and he took it out of the chamber, and this man, this Jehudi, read it in the ears of the king and in the ears of all the princes which stood beside the king. And the king sat in the winter house on the ninth month, and there was a fire burning in the fireplace. Listen to this. There's a fire burning in the fireplace. The, the man's got the role, that's the word of God, okay? These are the words that God gave to the prophet, and he wrote them down like he was told. And he read them to the people, and then, the, 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 and then they, the princes got involved, and then they said, the king needs to hear this. So go, give us the role. You guys go hide, because you ain't going to survive. You know, people don't want to hear what you got to say. But let me take this role to the king, and let's read it to the king, okay? Now the king sat in the winter house, and it came to pass that when Jehudi read three or four leaves, he cut it with the penknife and cast it into the fire that was on the hearth until all the roll was consumed in the fire that was on the hearth. That's what he thought about the Word of God. Took the scroll, cut it up, threw it in the fireplace. And listen, this is, our, this is our key verse today. Yet they were not afraid. They didn't rent their garments. Neither the king nor any of his servants that heard all these words. Here's the word of God. God said judgment's coming. God's, now, I'm trying to talk to you, God says. Listen to this, Jeremiah wrote it down like God told him to take it to him and let him, have, let him hear the word of God. Tell them what God's thinking. And you know what they did? They got the knife out, cut it up, and threw it in the fire. And they weren't afraid about it, and it didn't bother them a bit. I'm telling you, we need to have a reverence for God and a reverence for the Word of God. We need to be respectful of what thus saith the Lord. Amen. We need to be careful that we don't disrespect God or His Word. Amen. And we need to take it serious, all the obligations that God gives us, all the things that God's put in our life, all the words that God speaks, all the admonitions of God, all the ways of God that he's trying to lead us in. We need to listen to it, praise the Lord. Amen. We need to give heed to it. Matter of fact, we ought to get so respectful of it that we kind of get afraid if we don't do it, praise the Lord. Because I don't want the judgment of God on me. All right? So, the king commanded another man. They got all these big names in there I'm not really good at, okay? Take Jeremiah, the son of Hemelech, and Sariah, the son of Ezreal, and Shemaliah, the son of Adel, and take Barak and scribe and Jeremiah the prophet. The king said, go get them, but the Lord hid them, okay? They couldn't find them. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah again. After the king had burned the roll, 
And the words which Barak wrote at the mouth of Jeremiah saying, Take another roll, Jeremiah. <laughs> Write it in the former words that were in the first roll, which the king burned. And thou shalt say, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, thus saith the Lord, Thou hast burned this roll, saying, Why hast thou written therein, saying, The king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land, and shall cause to cease from thence men and beasts. God told them what was going to happen. God's telling these people in Jerusalem, Nebuchadnezzar's coming, and there's judgment going to be poured out, and it's going to be full judgment. It's going to be worse than it is now. He's going to burn this city. He's going to sack this city. And Jeremiah kept telling them this. Now, if you read on in 25, 26, 27, 28, there was another prophet. I can't remember his name. I read it last night. I think Hananiah, I think, was his name. He prophesied. He stood up. And he told the king, thus saith the Lord. Within two years, God is going to resist Nebuchadnezzar. And within two years, Nebuchadnezzar is going to be gone. Jeremiah, you read it. Jeremiah heard him. Jeremiah said, okay, so be it. He said, I'd like for that to be. I'd like for Nebuchadnezzar to be gone in two years. I'd like for the sin problem to be gone in our world, wouldn't you? But I'm here to tell you. As long as people don't listen to God and they don't follow His ways and His will, we got problems on our hands. Amen. And judgment's coming. Praise God. God's going to pour it out. It's not going to be funny. It's not going to be ha-ha. It's going to be serious. Men are going to cry for the rocks to fall on them. Praise the Lord. It's going to be a bad time for man. So Jeremiah says, okay. King said, why are you doing this, Jeremiah? Why are you telling everybody? You know, we don't want to hear this. We don't want to hear what you're saying. We don't believe Nebuchadnezzar. We don't believe it's going to be as bad as you say. We don't believe Jer uh, uh, Nebuchadnezzar is going to do this. We don't believe God's going to allow it to happen. When Jeremiah said, okay. When the guy, false prophet, said that, Jeremiah said, okay. But he said, I wish I could tell you that, but I can't. I wish I could tell you everything's going to be all right. I wish I could tell you the United States is going to grow and prosper and never have any problem, but I can't. Praise the Lord. I'd like to tell you the world's going to get good, but I'm here to tell you it's all going to go from downhill. Praise God. They're going to, I'll tell you what's going to happen. The Bible says it's going to happen. You're going to end up, I don't know how it's all going to happen. I don't know the time frame, but I know one thing. I want to be rapture ready. Praise the Lord. That's all that matters to me. I want to be ready for the rapture. Praise the Lord. I want to be ready when God calls his people out of here because it's coming. You're going, to, you're going to have end up with one world money. You're going to have one world government. You're going to have one world ruler. Praise the Lord. And he's going to, everybody's going to love him and think it's wonderful till he turns on them. And then he's going to start making people take a mark or whatever. And you ain't going to be able to buy or sell unless you agree to whatever they come up with. Praise the Lord. And if you don't agree, they're going to cut your head off. You say, Brother Young, you're crazy. They said Jeremiah was crazy too. I'm telling you, it's time to take heed to the Word of God. It's time to get a hold of God and hang on to God. Amen.
I know nobody's perfect. I know nobody can't go. You know, we're not absolutely perfect. But I'll tell you what we can do. We can decide to hang on to God and say, God, have mercy on my faults. Amen. Have mercy on my failures. Have mercy on me, God. Don't let me be lost. I want to serve you. I want to hear your word. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to be what you want me to be. Amen. Because we read if, the, if Israel would have just said that. If they would have just said, oh man, we messed up. Oh man, we made a mistake. Oh God, have mercy on us. Have mercy, God, we've done wrong. He would have took care of Nebuchadnezzar. But they didn't. So take another roll. And you go to the king and you say to the king, why? <laughs> therefore saith the Lord, the, therefore thus saith the Lord of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Here's what's going to happen. He shall have none to sit upon the throne of David. He's not going to have any posterity. His dead body shall be cast out in the day to the heat and in the night to the frost. And I will punish him and his seed and his servants for their iniquity. And I will bring upon them and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem and upon the men of Judah all the evil that I have pronounced against them, but they hearken not. Then took Jeremiah another roll, gave it to Barak the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book, which Jehoiakim king of Judah had burned in the fire, and there were added besides unto them many like words. And it goes on. Finally gets down to a place where Jeremiah, you get to King Zedekiah. <laughs> and you get these kings and, and Jeremiah tells them. Don't deceive yourselves. Be not deceived, the scripture says. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You sow to sin, you're going to reap sin. You sow to, uh, what's the word? You, sow, you don't pay any attention, that's what you're going to reap, praise the Lord. You don't take heed, you're going to reap the world. You sow the wind, you're going to reap the whirlwind. That's what he said. You don't listen to God. You don't pay attention to God. You don't listen to God. And God is going to, it's all coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. That's what they say on the streets. It's about to come down. You know, it's about to happen. Okay. Deceive not yourselves, saying the Chaldeans shall surely depart from us. Jeremiah said, for they shall not depart. I don't care who tells you it's going to get better. I don't tell you that who says there is no God. Don't worry about that Bible. It don't make any sense. There is no judgment. Just live your life. Do your best. It's going to be fine. Man's going to evolve. We're going to all live in utopia. It's going to be all kumbaya. We're all going to sit around the campfire and sing together. Praise the Lord. Everything's going to be wonderful. We're going to overcome all of our diseases. We're going to overcome all of our problems. Man's going to be wonderful. And everything's going to be fine. If you want to sleep with a woman, go ahead. If you want to sleep with a man, with a man, go ahead. Just do what you want to do. We're going to be happy. The government's going to take care of everything. Make sure everybody's got all their rights. Everything's going to be wonderful. 
It is not, ladies and gentlemen. When it's all said and done, whatever God has proclaimed will come to pass. Amen. Whatever God has said will come to pass. And I'll tell you what, it's not going to be pretty. Now listen. The Bible says, behold the goodness and the severity of God. Okay. Now, the goodness of God is so good, we can't understand it. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Good is going to be so good. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's going to be worth every long mile, every hard trial, every church service, every time you tried to do the right thing, praise the Lord, every time you made up your mind to serve God, every time you made up your mind to go to church when you didn't feel like it, every time you kept your mouth shut when you felt like telling somebody off, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be so good. You don't understand how good it's going to be. Praise the Lord. We don't understand the joy and the beauty of what God has prepared. We can't even imagine it. Isn't that what it says? But, behold, the goodness and the severity of God. Ladies and gentlemen, God's long-suffering. God is love. God wants people saved. God wants what's good for humanity. But I'll tell you what, there will come a time when sin will be judged because God has to. He's righteous. He's holy. And he's sin has to be judged. He's taking a sweet time. If I could say it like that, he's taking a long time. He wants everybody that can be saved to be saved. He's doing the best he can. He's got preachers everywhere. He's got churches everywhere. He's got people doing his work everywhere, trying to get people to listen to him. But he's, here's what happened. When that judgment comes, if we can't imagine how good it is, we ain't can't imagine how bad it's going to be either. Jeremiah said, you say the Chaldeans shall depart, but they shall not depart. Jeremiah went and entered into the dungeon. The princes, the Bible says, then said... Uh, they accused Jeremiah of being on the Chaldean side. Jeremiah, you're just saying all this because you're working for them. You know, you're saying all this because you're on their side. Jeremiah said, that's not true. Okay. But Elijah took Jeremiah and brought him to the princes, and the princes were wroth with Jeremiah and smote him. They slapped him around and put him in prison in the house of Jonathan the scribe. For they had made that the prison. 
And when Jeremiah was entered in the dungeon into the cabins, and Jeremiah had remained there many days, the king said, took him out. The king asked him secretly in his house, Is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah said, There is. For he said, He, thou shalt be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. That's the word of the Lord. The word, you see, everybody like for the word of the Lord to change, but it ain't going to change. What Jeremiah saying? Well, yeah, I got a word for you. It's the same as it was. <laughs> you can throw me in the prison. That don't change the word. Amen. You can beat me. That ain't going to change the word. Praise the Lord. Jeremiah said it's already been spoken. And moreover, Jeremiah said to King Zedekiah, "Why have I offended against you or against thy servants? Why have you put me in prison? Where are now your prophets who prophesied unto you, saying the king of Babylon shall not come against you?" nor against this land. Therefore now I pray thee, O my, my Lord the King, let my supplication, I pray thee, be accepted before thee. And he said, don't send me back to that place. I don't want to die. And Jer- the, the last verse, 21, thus, thus Jeremiah remained in the court of the prison. Then they threw him in a cistern. You can read that. See, they don't, people don't like a prophet, you know. They don't like it when a prophet says, you better straighten up because God's going to judge you. <laughs> they don't like it. And the world don't like it either. Anybody tries to take a stand on the word of God and do the right thing in the right spirit. Amen. The Bible says that, that the spirit of Antichrist is already at work, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you right now, there's people who would be glad if there wasn't a Bible. Matter of fact, there's some places you can't take a Bible in this world. Isn't that right? You got to smuggle them in to get them in. Okay? You got to smuggle them in. So the Bible says that they didn't take heed to the word. And let me tell you take heed to what God says. Amen? Amen. Amen. God expects us, we want to emphasize the necessity of hearing and obeying the scripture. And will accentuate the promises and power that inherently accompany his written word. From Jehoiakim's blatant disregard for God's word, we're going to look at Josiah's submission to the book of the law. In this series, we're going to show how important it is for individuals to heed God's word. And this goes down. This, of course, we've been talking about a national level. We've been talking about a world level. But do you know people's lives can go so different if they'd follow God? You see tragedy happen. And this is not to put a judgment on anybody's situation. But sometimes you think it didn't have to be that way. If somebody comes in here, gets baptized, gets the Holy Ghost, and comes to the church for a while, and then maybe they get crosswise with the pastor or crosswise with the word. Jesus said there would be those that heard the word and received it with gladness. And it sprung up. He said, but it got hot. Sun came out. And, but, and it, they didn't have any root. And they withered up and drew, blew away. He said, that's people that hear the word, accept it, and grow. But eventually they become offended. Jesus said they become offended because of the word. The word offends them. I can't help but if the Bible offends you. You know, I don't want to offend nobody to you. I don't want to be offensive. Forgive me for my 
who I am sometimes because I, in my person, I don't want to be offensive. But I'll tell you what, if the Bible says it, I can't, I can't back up off of it. You can't either, praise the Lord. If the Bible says it and the Bible declares it, we got to stand on it, we got to believe it, and we got to take heed to it. You know, if the Bible says thou shalt not, that's what it means. Okay? If the Bible says thou shalt, that's what it means. If the Bible says you'll be blessed if you do this, that's what it means. If it says you're going to have problems if you do this, that's what it means. So the idea is, let's take heed to the word. And not just be a hearers of the word, but let's be a doer. Let's do what God said do, shall we? Amen. Let's rally around his word. We want everybody to rally around God's word and follow God's word. And by the grace of God, every obligation, every rule, everything that's done at Southwest Apostolic Church, by the grace of God, is going to be based on the word of God. Amen. Everything we do, we want it to be based on what God has to say about it. Amen. It's not about whether I like it or you like it. It's about what God thinks about it. Amen. It's about what God wants for his people. That's what really matters. And if we follow it, if we follow it, you know, there's been congregations been built up. Next thing you know, pastor runs off with another woman. Next thing you know, congregation falls apart and blows away because of sin. We don't want that to happen, do we? No, we don't. We don't want sin. We want, it, we want it to get bigger and grow. Praise the Lord. We want it to be forward. We want it to go higher. Praise the Lord. We want the next level. Praise God. And that comes when we take heed to God. Let's don't cast the word into the fireplace. Let's don't get our scissors and cut that page out of the book. Amen. <laughs> Let's don't, who I don't like that part. Can't do that. We can't come up with our own Bible like Je- Thomas Jefferson did. You know, anybody ever heard of the Jefferson Bible? He took the New Testament, put it all in chronological order, and cut out all the miracles. He didn't believe in the miracles, so he cut them all out. And he put all the teachings of Jesus in, the, the, uh, in chronological order, but he cut out all the miracles. He made his own little Bible that he liked. You know, you can't make your own little Bible. <laughs> we can't make our own. I can't make the James Bible. They got King James, but that's not what we're talking about, praise the Lord. I can't make the young Bible. Well, they got a Young's translation too. I can't say nothing about that. (laughs) But I can't make my own Bible. You can't make your own Bible. We can't have, you can't have the Bible of Phil. Or the Bible of Roger. Or the Bible of Ronnie. The word of Ronnie. The word of Phil. The word of Sean. You got to have the word of God. I said you got to obey and take heed to the word of God. Amen. Let's do that, shall we? Sister Young, come. Your turn. Praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you this morning. Be here tonight. Going to be some good preaching tonight. Brother Van Slyke will be here. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Southwest Apostolic Church. If we can help you, we will. Give us a call, 317 227-0182 227-0182 send us an email swac3161 at gmail if we can help you we want to God bless thanks for listening